Welcome to the Quadra Alumni Podcast. On this podcast, you'll be hearing from members of the Quadra Alumni Association recalling personal experiences from the queue. The goal of the Quadra Alumni Podcast is to have engaging discussions about HMCS Quadra and to reminisce with the people who lived and breathed the Quadra way. Good morning, Quadra. Welcome back to the Quadra Alumni Podcast. I'm Matt Waterman. Uh, in the room today with me is Dave Yates. Welcome, Dave. Hi, Matt. So, uh, Dave kindly joined me today just to go over the 25th anniversary alumni weekend. Um, and we're just going to do a quick review of that. And uh, Dave's got his final event speech prepared for us, so you can all hear it. I know some people didn't hear it. And... Uh, We'll go from there. So, Dave, um, our little uh, weekend was, I thought, very well attended. We have over 100 people. Um, and uh, uh, I want to talk about the venue, 40 Knots Winery. What did you think of that? Uh, beautiful venue. Um, well laid out. Uh, was staffed nicely. The, uh, the whole thing was just set up beautifully to have a, a dinner for for a hundred people in the, uh, the room was sort of set up in a T, uh, the bar off on one side, which was fully staffed and didn't seem to have too bad a lineup, which yeah. we sometimes have at our alumni events because we have people that kind of cycle through the line regularly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially in the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, and the catering was done by the Royal Canadian Legion in Comox and, uh, their setup worked it was uh, just a total package for us. It was great. Yeah. So this uh, executive had set it up so that we did the all the events there. So we did the meeting, we did the meet and greet, and the final dinner. And uh, I agree. I thought it was uh, it was a really good venue. The weather was very cooperative, very comfortable. Uh, I I even noticed, you know, there wasn't a lot of bad bugs or there was a couple wasps, I guess, once in a while, but it was pretty good really. yeah no no swarms no fires no floods <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um uh good good sort of representation from across the country of people who made the trip uh some people i'd never met before heard lots about uh so i was really happy to see uh see the turnout for sure it was a great turnout uh like you said right across the country uh from all parts of canada and uh yeah people that hadn't seen in 40 years or more and uh, individuals and couples that didn't normally attend any of the events but uh, chose to take this one in as the 25th anniversary uh, celebration yeah uh, on a on a sad note uh, one of our alumni members who was planning to attend the event uh, passed away Lise Rue some of you may remember her uh, she's 55 years old she passed away uh, just the week before um, the executive, uh, I believe, did a, a quick uh, toast at the very beginning of the weekend. And so our our thoughts and prayers go out to her two children, uh, Elizabeth and Robert. And uh, some of our former shipmates uh, would recognize Doug Eade as the father of the two children. And uh, so our best wishes to them. Um, and hopefully uh, they can carry on with their... Uh, 
missing their mom. So that's a tough one. Um, one of the other things, Dave, that you mentioned, I really appreciate it was you kind of gave a shout out to the Quadra Alumni Podcast, which we're, we're on right now. Obviously, a lot of those people have never heard of it. But you also mentioned the Quadra Alumni Podcast YouTube page. And I thought I'd just bring up a couple of points that uh, I did a little research on the YouTube page because I hadn't seen it in a while. And uh, there were, there's, there's 14 episodes on there. Um, there there's one that's titled 1965-66 uh, HMCS Quadra. Uh, it It is the most watched uh, video. Uh, so it starts out with... In 1965, when the new Canadian flag showed up, and uh, then there's some great pictures of a Naden inspection, uh, uh, George R. Perks, Victoria Cross was uh, the inspecting officer at one of the other uh, events that we saw on, on that YouTube, uh, and then after that, um, uh, there's a couple other ones that are well, well watched, I guess is the right way to say it. 1963, 64, Malaspina. So this is before that, uh, event, but Admiral Budge was, uh, on that one. And then, uh, one that's uh, quite popular is the 1968 Easter cruise desolation sound, uh, videos, which, uh, I, I'm sure it would be kind of funny if there's any alumni members that can find themselves in any of these, uh, videos because uh, I know uh, so this collection as you mentioned at the weekend was uh, put together by Stuart Allsgaard and uh, he's he's done a great job of putting it together and uh, he, he actually wonders I don't know if there's any anybody here still alive but well yeah they would be because <laughs> they should be younger than, than him but uh, uh, what about yourself Dave have you seen all of them or I haven't seen all of them I've yeah. gone through several of them Um I, I wanted to give that shout out at the dinner um, because I know people are fairly uh, cognizant of the Quadra Alumni podcasts and the audio mm -hmm. uh, that's available, but I don't think a lot of people realize that uh, you've started a YouTube channel under the same name. And those uh, videos, which were originally home movies, yeah. film, that have been transferred over, are incredible to watch, uh, no matter what generation you are. Um, for myself, I can remember sailing in some of those boats, the old AP dinghies and the Sea Cadet dinghies, and uh, and just the sheer number of them and uh, cadets out on the water, and it just it just brings a smile to my face. And and I like I say, it doesn't matter what generation is watching. I think they'll be fascinated to see. Uh, that bit of history visually um, through these films uh, that you've posted on the Quadra Alumni Podcast uh, YouTube channel. Well, thanks. And uh, so anybody who wants to go look for it, please take the time to uh, share it with your friends, your Facebook page, like it, and uh, that, that way it'll spread around pretty quick. Um, and I, I really think there's some great video there, so it's awesome. Um, all right, so we all came here to to hear Dave's speech uh, that uh, took place at the final dinner on the 25th anniversary uh, event, and uh, we're going to let Dave uh, go through his speech now. And uh, really, uh, what once this comes out, we'll share that. And um, just a little tidbit that I also did two other recordings with a couple of alumni members at the weekend. 
So those will be out after that. Okay, over to you, Dave. All right. Good evening, everyone. I respectfully acknowledge that the land on which we gather is on the unceded territory of the Comox First Nation, the traditional keepers of this land. Your alumni executive asked if I would speak to the occasion of our anniversary of the association, the 25th anniversary. Uh, I have to say that I'm pleasantly surprised by the longevity of our creation and its sustained success through the efforts of so many people who helped create it and those who continue to ensure present and future successes. The startup of this outfit was much less elegant than what we are experiencing tonight. Meetings were held in our homes, AGMs were an administrative requirement that drew a handful of people to make it legal. We held basic dinners, barbecues, lunches, and local meet and greets in a variety of cities and venues. There were pub, pub meetings, restaurant reunions, and house parties. Early weekend gatherings were supplemented by personal bank accounts, hoping to get paid back in the end. I remember holding extra extra 50-50 draws to cover the caterer off on more than one occasion. Thanks to the king of ticket sales, Rick Hine, for those moments of great relief. Through the years, we focused on an annual gathering of the faithful here in the Comox Valley and HMCS Quadra. These range from Legion get-togethers to Air Force Beach barbecues, to dinners at Glacier Greens Golf Club, to formal dining in the 19-wing Comox Officer's Mess, and a full-on gala event in Courtney's Florence Philberg Center, and of course, here tonight at the 40 Knots Winery. The big question is why? Why do we make this pilgrimage from year to year to year? What is it that gathers people from every decade from the 1950s through to the present? What could we possibly have to talk about with folks who differ in age by 50 years or more and everything in between? We served. Not just anywhere. HMCS Quadra. We served in the old blue uniform, the greens, the Air Force blue, the Army green, and the black uniform. We served in the distinctive environmental uniforms of the Navy, Navy, Army, and Air Force. Yes, we had them all back then, too. We showed up as young, impressionable teens, not sure what was in store for us as two weekies or course cadets. First night, we found a bunk, along with 40 of our soon-to-be closest friends, with many more nearby. We lined up for meals, doubled everywhere for the first two weeks, and tried our best not to run afoul of the more senior cadets, known as OJTs and later staff cadets. We were challenged at every turn. We knew we couldn't possibly accomplish what was being asked of us. Asked. The term voluntold became a new part of our vocabulary, and when pushed, we found that we could do those daunting tasks expected of us. Our confidence grew, the training got more complex and more impossible, but our officers and DPOs believed in us, and impossible became possible. Our base of friends grew daily, and even though you may not have been close to everyone, you experienced everything together. We bonded because of these shared experiences. There were moments of sheer joy and laughter, times of fear, 
frustration, and tears. Individually, we couldn't get by. Together, we climbed mountains, literally and figuratively. We sailed miles, went to sea. We attended classes in tents and at the school. We sweated together through morning PNRT, afternoon drill classes, and evening practices in whatever trade you were pursuing. We served. Many went on to be OJTs and staff cadets, paid to do all of this. With pay came higher responsibility. We became leaders on local waters, in the mountains, at sea, in resource departments critical to the maintenance and good order of HMCS Quadra. Again, we wondered if we were up to the challenge. Be it the coxswain of a 27-foot duty boat across the harbour day and night, overseeing campsites of cadets in the forest and at the lake, duty rounds 24-7, radio watches, instructing in the classroom and in practical environments. We had unexpected moments of truth, a civilian vessel on fire, lost hikers in the woods, food gone bad and no more to be found, injuries, sickness, and hostile divisional combatants. We had to answer the call, and we did. We did things that our teen colleagues at home wouldn't believe when you told them. So many moments that we all have. An example happened at sea 40 years ago this summer. An 18-year-old vessel engineer, already doing things most 18-year-olds don't do, like operating and maintaining a 600-horsepower diesel engine in a vintage tugboat, is asked to get a towing bridle onto a downed seaplane in choppy Georgia Strait south of here. Without hesitation, he had on a life jacket, and with heaving line in hand, he jumped in, swam to the plane, hauled in the towing bridle, rigged it, hooked on the tow line, and swam back to the ship. If you buy Greg Beacock a drink, he may fill in the details about that later. We served. As officers and CIs, we took on more responsibility, leading expeditions, operating the flotilla vessels, ensuring all aspects of cadet training took place safely and on time providing services that are essential to living aboard, from canteen to maintenance, planning, executing, and evaluating programs, assessing cadets and staff, applying lessons learned, and ensuring that upcoming leaders receive that knowledge for future programs, dealing with parents and visiting dignitaries alike, welcoming the public to see the work of your cadets, and secretly thanking the gods once they depart. Experiencing the program all over again through the eyes of your cadets and staff. Watching them make the same mistakes you made, correcting them with the same advice you received, and seeing them succeed where you had once succeeded yourself. We served. All of the experiences we shared, no matter your rank or status. The food. Sometimes great, sometimes not. The great food mutiny in the early 80s where everyone started eating pizza and not going to the galley for meals. Fire drills. You knew they were coming, but they still caught you half asleep. They became social gatherings all on their own. Wrapped in fire blankets, some in pajamas, some in bathrobes, some hoping their towels don't fall off. Keith Cohanzo's not here this year, but he could tell you what it was like to live in the room in Building 1 right under that great huge fire siren 
siren that sounded every drill. When that siren got up to speed, everything on top of his dresser vibrated off onto the deck. We served. Great events over the years. A contingent attending the Spokane World's Fair in 1974 and again to the World's Fair with Expo 86. Governor General visits, Lieutenant Governor visits, and in 1994, Queen Elizabeth II herself went through Quadra with the entire ship's company turned out along the road from jetty to gate. These were but a few of the memorable occasions experienced by so many. <clears throat> we also showed off a lot. I'm not talking the bravado of eating June bugs, skippy dipping, and you can ask a 70s alum about that, riding bikes off the jetty, or seeing just how fast a Boston whaler will go. I'm talking about showing what we do. Displays in Comox, band concerts at the mall, in the hospital, and in seniors' care homes. Music in the park and on the parade square. Parades in the Comox Valley, Nanaimo, and Duncan. The P&E Parade in Vancouver. A long day's event on the first ferry there and the last one back. Even the bus rides, however long or short, were a bonding moment, more for some than others. The ceremony of the flags. We cursed the practices, the late nights, long trips, crappy accommodations on the road, but man, was it fun. I'm sure we have folks here tonight who can recite the order of music for the entire ceremony. I'm equally sure there are some who can still accurately pace out fixing bayonets on the march. Guard, band, color party, gun crew. These things were drilled into us, and they still linger. We served. It matters not if we were here for two weeks or longer. It matters not that our courses were two or eight weeks long. It matters not if we were cadets, staff cadets, officers, or a combination of each. It matters not if we spent one summer here or 20. What does matter is we met friends from across Canada and maintain them to this day. We met fellow cadets from the USA, Europe, Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. We had leaders who we eventually served alongside years later. We meet our former leaders to find out they really were not that much older than us, and they really were not all that scary. A personal favorite of mine, we meet the adult versions of the cadets we once knew. We see the impact this program has had on them and on us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we are here. The shared experiences through decades, the lessons learned through a variety of changing methods and changing training programs, the friendships and bonds achieved through extraordinary circumstances. We are here because we served. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Quadra Alumni Podcast, created by Matt Waterman, one of the founding members of the Quadra Alumni Association. Join us next time for more stories about HMCS Quadra, its people, and their memories of summer camp at Goose Spit in Comox, BC. Subscribe to the Quadra Alumni Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google. If you want to be a guest on the Quadra Alumni Podcast, 
Please join the Quadra Alumni Association at www.quadraalumni.com and your story could be part of the inventory of memories. Thanks for listening to the Quadra Alumni Podcast.